Namaste. I am the Indian monk. Today's topic is meditation. But before we start talking about meditation, let me tell you what meditation is not. What have you gained from meditation? Someone asked Buddha, the enlightened one. I have gained nothing actually. The sage said smilingly, but I have lost much, including my anger, pride, lust, and misconceptions. Start with the premise that meditation is not about gaining anything. The notion of gaining or losing is rather material way of thinking. Spirituality is not bothered with losing or acquiring. The right action for the greater good of our universe is its only concern. I don't wish to portray meditation as a solution to all your problems. That won't be fair. Even the closest disciple of Buddha who meditated diligently fought amongst themselves, remaining clueless and oblivious all their lives to the teachings of great Buddha. Meditation never was or will be a substitute of virtuous conduct. Before I share with you what is meditation, it is absolutely crucial that I tell you what meditation is not. A few thousand years ago, there was a tribe in India. No one in the tribe had ever ventured outside their small community. The other unique thing about the tribe was that no one had ever tasted salt. They didn't know that salt was or that it had anything to do with food. Once a traveler, a rich merchant, lost his way in the woods and ended up in their community. The members of the tribe were shocked to see someone dressed so differently, wearing gems and jewels. The chief of the tribe hosted the merchant, who was in turn taken aback when he ate their meals. He kept asking for salt, and they said, there is no such thing. Not knowing the customs, the merchant thought it was best not to press them for salt. At least there were bananas that tasted as they should. He enjoyed their hospitality for a few days and while departing, extended an invitation to the chief. He promised that he would send someone to personally travel with the chief. Surely, enough three months later, the merchant's people came to take the chief to their village. They crossed the woods, traveled through many villages, got on the boat and journeyed through the long river before finally reaching the merchant. The chief was welcomed with open arms and the merchant gave him the best room to stay. 
musicians, dancers and entertainers were at his service. He was served with best wine, the finest fruits. The real surprise however came when he tasted the meal. It tasted a million times better than any meal he ever had. There's something special about this food, he exclaimed. It's so fulfilling. I don't know how to put it, but even though our food looks the same, that has no taste compared to your food. This must be food that gods eat. The merchant was very pleased with the praises and asked that chief be served another helping of the dishes. Each bite the guest took, he couldn't help but be amazed. After the meal was over, he requested that he be given a tour of the kitchen where this heavenly food was being prepared. Merchant gladly led the chief into the kitchen. There he examined each ingredient, every spice and when he got to salt, he was intrigued for he had only seen white sugar but never white salt. He tasted it and jumped in joy. Eureka! he shouted. This is it. This was the taste in my meal. What is this, my friend? Tell me, I must carry this back home to my people. Oh, this is just a salt. Instantly, the merchant understood the tasteless meal he had to force down his throat back in his guest's village. The village folk had never tasted salt. The chief still excited about his discovery asked him how much salt they put in the food. Generally, a teaspoon full. It depends upon the quantity of the food. Wow! The chief exclaimed. You know what? Don't worry about the meal. I will just eat salt now. If the pinch of it made the meal so tasty, I wonder what a bowl full would taste like. Sir, it will be repulsive. Ignoring the host's warning, he put his mouth to the bowl of salt and took the mouthful, only to spit a moment later and crying for water. Salt is used to enhance the taste of the meal, my friend. The merchant said, giving him a glass of water. It's not a meal in itself. Similarly, meditation is not the meal. It is the salt in your meal. The salt of meditation is designed to accentuate the taste of the meal called life. You can't replace life. It can't be your life. On the other hand, it needs to be taken in the correct quantity so you may enjoy your life. What 
I mean to say is that the bliss promised from meditation cannot come from just meditation alone. It is not the substitute of love, compassion, humanity, empathy and other virtues. Meditation is simply one of the methods to mold yourself into the person you wish to be. The process that can help you discover your primal state of peace and bliss. Meditation is the way of life. Next episode, we'll talk about what is meditation and how to touch the right frequencies. Till then, stay safe, stay blessed. Namaste.